You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. The new book by Andy Weir is Artemis. His previous book was The Martian, which was made into a motion picture. Thank you for joining me, Andy. Thanks for having me. Andy, your new novel is set on the moon and not Mars. Oh, why the change of uh, location? Well, I wanted it to be about uh, humanity's first city that's not on Earth, and I think the moon is the obvious place where that's going to be. You created an amazing city, this Artemis, uh, and you did it from the Earth up, which I think was a really interesting um, choice on your part. When you started designing the city, did you start on the moon or did you start on the Earth trying to figure out why we'd go there? Yeah, the very first part of it was figuring out the economics. Why build a city on the moon at all? And my answer was tourism, which means I had to figure out what happened on Earth that enabled a tourist industry where middle class people can actually afford to go to the moon. Now, uh, when when we arrive in your book, we, we meet essentially a frontier city. It's lawless it's all in some senses this uh, book has a uh, the feel of a western to it maybe a little bit uh-huh. but um artemis has uh well while they don't have many laws they are pretty organized mm-hmm. they're not it's not like chaos or danger or, around every corner well that's because i think too um part of the design of the city is you have to be careful when you're not on earth everything that happens matters and there's not a lot of space in space as it happens. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of volume. They are, uh, they're fairly cramped in there, although better than being aboard a submarine or something like that. I mean, they've got more space than that. <laughs> now, uh, talk about creating your main character, Jazz Bashara. Who is she and what is she doing? Um, she, uh, uh, she and her father emigrated to Artemis when she was just six years old. Uh, that was 20 years ago. Now she's 26. She is a, a, a certifiable genius. Um, and um, still somehow manages to make all sorts of really bad life decisions. Now, most of that's in her past, and she's trying to kind of fix those now. But, uh, but yeah, just, uh, just being really, really smart doesn't mean you always do the smart thing. You do a great job of creating uh, a city where you can uh, unspool a crime novel in space. This is what I would call a lunar noir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works for me. I like it. Uh, that, that, that is a very fair assessment. One of my biggest uh, inspirations for the book was the movie Chinatown. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, there's a little bit of a, a part in here where you do some, uh, where you talk about uh, the way Artemis is developed, and it, I couldn't help but think of the way the arcane, bizarre deals made back in the day that uh, describe California's water situation. <laughs> right, and there's a little bit of that for Artemis's air situation, but it's not a—it's not just a straight-up rip-off of, of, of uh, Chinatown. Fear not. But there's uh, there's uh, stuff going on under the hood, and Jazz ends up in the middle of all of it. You, you do. You have a lot of fun with the science in this novel. Of course. And you, of course. And one of the things I have to say is that it's interesting to read this book because on one hand, it's a fantasy set in the future and none of this has happened yet. But on the other hand, everything that's in it, the technology all seems current day. Everything that's in here seems like something that could be happening right now. Yeah, I you know I try to write uh, realistic science sci-fi as much as possible. Um, I just uh, that's just the particular style of writing I enjoy, and I, I really love reading books like that too. And I think 
one of the best advice you can give any author is write a book that you yourself would enjoy reading. Now, uh, how long did you spend creating the city of Artemis? And you did that before any words in the novel were written down. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, probably about a year total. And that's, uh, but that's discontiguous. I mean, mm-hmm. I was working on other stuff at the same time, but I created, I worked out all the details of the science, technology, economics, why Artemis was built, what it looks like, all that stuff like that, before I came up with any characters or story to take place in it. Did you have, do you have drawings or spreadsheets or papers? Or? Oh yeah, no, I've got, I've got folders full of spreadsheets about the details of Artemis and the book itself has maps and stuff in the first couple of pages that, mm-hmm. for you to enjoy. Did, were they, did you create them? I mean, I created the maps, but they had a professional artist, uh. like make them pretty. <laughs> now, uh, this book is, is, a you know, a page turning, uh, crime thriller so talk about uh creating a plot that uses like real science in parts to just drive it so we'll get some really wonderful scientific uh, detail that will turn things around well i mean basically uh that's kind of part of the reason i created the city first is Mm -hmm. the plot has to work around the realities of the setting not Mm -hmm. the other way around right readers are very smart they're smarter than they think they are and um, a reader can tell when some aspect of the setting has been adjusted in a weird way to be convenient for the plot. They can tell. They can smell that a mile off. And so um, I have to basically think of Artemis as being like, it's like Chicago. I can't, <laughs> I can't just say that there's no waterfront because everyone knows there is one in Chicago. I have to make my plot work around the setting, not the other way around. And um, using real science is nice, too, because that means if you have fake science, you then end up needing to make up more and more fake science to justify the scenes and so on. With real science, I'm just like, okay, well, there is a deterministic answer to this question. Let's figure out what it is. The new book by Andy Weir is Artemis. Thank you for joining me, Andy. Thanks so much for having me. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony.